Well, hello. Welcome to your show, Fruit for Your Soul. I'm your spiritual life coach, Cardiola Ray. Thank you for joining me today. And welcome to The Truth About Jezebel, part two. Uh, I want to finish discussing some of the things that I started in part one. And I'm, I'm kind of thinking I didn't really do such a great job giving you all of the characteristics of Jezebel. I focused a lot on manipulation and control, but there are so many other characteristics. Now, the manipulation and control are the ones that stick out like a sore thumb. And, you know, you probably are familiar with those people. But with this particular segment, I want to go into a much deeper dive as to how to recognize those um, those particular characteristics in Jezebel. Uh, because, you know, you may have someone that's masking under all the other behaviors, but the manipulation and control may not be sticking out because this particular spirit is very clever as to how they manipulate you. So um, a couple of things you want to understand about this particular spirit. This spirit lies without blinking. Uh, it's just one of the things that she's very accustomed to doing, very, very familiar with lying and does not think twice about it. Now, you may say, well, it's so hard to even pinpoint when someone's lying. But if it's not the lying, it's false accusations. They're falsely accusing someone of something. They're they're gossiping and they're quick to believe the absolute worst in someone, which perhaps is not true, right? And even with that in the spirit world, I'm going to change back and forth between the spirit world and the natural world. And I'll let you know when I'm doing it. And once again, I may refer to this particular spirit as a she, even though it is a spirit that can inhabit a man and a woman or a woman. This person can also have a false prophecy in the spirit world. And with the false prophecy, uh, that is enough for the manipulation to take place in and of itself. Now, this particular spirit, when they are engaging in a false prophecy, they will come across as if they know the truth about what God is saying about you. However, they are contacting what we call familiar spirits. And those are spirits that are often associated with the dead. And they are generational spirits. And it does not, it's just knowledge they gain from these spirits and they become very very clever as to how they're doing that. And these spirits will tell you some things that will knock your socks off, but it's not from the Holy Spirit. And you see that a lot in psychics and medians and, and people that uh, are claim to know things that, um, that we don't know or claim to know the spirit rule, so to speak. So that is one, but once again, they're all lies. Another thing about this spirit is that this spirit is very much accustomed to lust. And, you know, I think I kind of said in the first segment, you know, uh, all I knew about Jezebel growing up was that she was just lustful and was always up to no good. Well, lust is a part of that. There's a lot of sexual immorality that she engages in. And I'm not going to point out anything per se, but some examples could be pornography. It could be incest, child abuse, and so on and so forth. This is second nature to this particular person. They can be very open and honest about this. They can be in the closet about it. It's just one of the things that they do. They don't, um, you know, once again, I'm not saying this to pinpoint anyone. I'm just telling you that uh, the original Jezebel actually was involved with in a God that she worshiped that was um, more so in sexuality. So she was known to be a seducer, whatever it takes, okay, to get what she wants, whether she's lying false prophecy, wherever she's, uh, if she needs to seduce someone, come across, give the appearance of seduction, wherever it takes to gain the power or recognition or to place the focus on self or self-worship, this is what this particular spirit will do. It does not matter how they do it. It has no respect of a person. 
Okay, that's why the incest comes in. And this is why it hurts so badly, because this kind of often happens to kids, right? When they're uh, abused by uh, a a parent figure, uh, this kind of stuff goes on, can go on for years. And the kid learns to stay in bondage in their mind and they grow uh, bitter and resentful because of what the kind of pain and hurt that this particular spirit is uh, giving them or, you know, placing in their lives rather. And so at the end of the day, um, it's very hard unless this particular person is healed and delivered. It's very difficult to get past the hurt that this spirit actually um, places in this person's life. And once again, this spirit is out for the ultimate destruction, all right? Which means that you can imagine once they actually inflict that abuse upon a person, especially as a child, it destroys the entire person's life. And we clearly know examples of people like that today. You know, um, Another thing about this spirit is that this spirit gets really upset if you correct them. They do not like to be corrected. I mean, they get blazingly upset. It's not even just a smidget of, you know, of anger. They will literally, they will get loud. They'll be boisterous or they'll be quiet and they'll be real evil towards you. They won't say anything to you. It's, it's very interesting how that works. And it's one of those angers that you don't even see coming. It's like one minute they'll be nice and coming and talking to you, almost loving. And the next minute they just go straight crazy. And you're like, whoa, where did that come from? Very typical of a Jezebel spirit. And usually when it happens, like I said, it's a very hurtful manner. And it's it's one of those things where you kind of have a hard time from recovering from because this person just came across as caring and loving. And you're like, whoa, wait a minute. How did that happen? Now, I will tell you this. This is how you're able to pinpoint that particular spirit. And this is certainly true in people that I've spoken with in the past. Sometimes if you can't quite put your finger on something about a person, something just comes across as not quite adding up. Usually this is a telltale sign. All right. If they get angry out and if they have a public outburst of anger or something like that, or they just get really quiet and just don't talk to you over something very, very small. I once had a friend that um, once again, I said had. Right. So I had a friend that um, that asked me to take this particular friend to the airport and they told me what time their flight was leaving and what time I needed to arrive at their place. Well, I arrived at that place in the person's at the person, person's home at the exact same time they told me. They said, well, I thought you were going to come earlier. And I said, well, why would you think that when you told me the time to come? I said, well, no, I was telling you that's the time I probably should leave. But I assumed you would come early so we could have time to talk. And because I did not do that. And because I did not know to do that, this particular person was actually angry with me on the entire ride to the airport to the point they got out the car, slammed the door and tried to pretend they weren't doing it because they actually slammed the door with a smile. Yeah, this is a very bizarre spirit and left like, okay, see you later. Love you. Very, very bizarre. You know, and you know, it's you, you now that I look back at it, I think, wow, why didn't I just see that as a red flag? And truly I did. Sometimes when you or a person that's not aware of this spirit, you just think, okay, this person just needs some TLC. We're just going to talk about it or whatever. But usually if they're responding and acting that bizarre and not adding up, there are a whole lot of other behaviors that go with that. That's just not looking out for your best interest. One thing I have learned about this particular spirit, it does not care about you. 
Okay. Just like we were in the car riding to the airport, I took time out of my schedule to take this particular person to the airport where well, that person could have cared less how much time I took out for that because they were just angry and focused on self. That's how that spirit operates. It cares less. It has no respect of the person or situation. Just some things to keep in mind. The other thing is this particular spirit um, is arrogant, talks down to people, prideful, uh, believes that, you know, they're more important than other people. They come across as very overly confident. You know, I um, sometimes I see this particular spirit show up on people at times that I'm not expecting. It could be in the middle of a conversation and then the spirit just pops up and I can, you know, I see the expression in the person's face change. And usually it changes if I said something in a conversation that made someone else look very good. And all of a sudden the spirit shows up like they could not be better than me. How did that happen? And they almost say it just like that, but it comes across very differently. I was in a conversation once and I was telling a person that I was in this situation I did not want to be in. However, I let the Holy Spirit lead me through the situation. And because I did that, the situation came out very successful. And turns out me and the person that I didn't really want to be around ended up talking greatly. And the person just loved the conversation afterwards because I was obedient. Now, this particular person I was talking to, I'm going to be honest with you, has told me that um, she didn't believe in spirits. So when I told her that in the conversation, she goes, well, what exactly did you do to make it come across that way? And that's exactly how she said it. And the arrogance showed up on her face. And I was thinking, oh, my gosh, you really can't stand it when someone does something a little bit different than you or someone else has more power than you do. In other words, the Holy Spirit, who you clearly don't care about than you do. And they just once again, this spirit just can't stand that. That, I mean, it cannot stand that, you know, and, you know, I want to, I want to be honest with you. It's very surprising. It's very surprising when the spirit show up. I can't even tell you it's disappointing. It's not disappointing because I'm not hoping or expecting anything different or better because the situation is what it is, but it's very surprising <laughs> when it comes up because I know you're thinking about this now. Let me continue to go through this because I want to help you understand jealousy uh oh boy that is a big one um this is a jealousy is a big problem and you know oftentimes you see jealousy especially uh, it's easy to point this one out in the workplace whenever you have like a lot of ambitious people at work they become very power hungry right because no one's really paying you to be evil and mean to other people the average job doesn't pay you nearly enough to be evil right they surely don't pay you to be happy but people become like that because that's a choice. So whenever I'm in a work situation and someone gets really angry or mean uh, or they're just plain outright being evil because that's what people can do at work when they're power hungry. It raises a red flag because it tells me that, you know, they're more about they're more about the power than they are about getting things right. than they are about um, they're caring about people on their team or any situation. That's something you just have to be aware of. The thing about the jealousy, I want you to remember uh, James 3.16 when we talk about um, the jealousy in the workplace. And remember where there is, and I'm going to tell you exactly what it says in just a second. 
wherever there is jealousy and contention, which is rivalry and rivalry, rivalry and selfish ambition, there will also be confusion, which is unrest, disharmony, rebellion, and all sorts of evil and vile practices. This spirit cannot stand. I mean, it cannot stand for someone else to get more attention. Or it cannot stand if you're getting close to the victim that is trying to manipulate because that's going to um, cause this person to not be able to manipulate them anymore, right? So in other words, it will get jealous of um, when the attention is taking off of him or her. Even when this person is seen giving counsel, like in a church environment or anywhere else, I've seen this particular spirit give counsel to other people. They always have a way to bring the conversation back to themselves. It's almost like they can't counsel other people because they're so about themselves the the jealousy there of any situation i mean it's interesting because they'll take any situation and they will turn it some kind of way back on themselves so that they can be seen as the one that's getting all the attention and that um, they come across as if they are some kind of jealousy over anything it doesn't matter what it is you know it's just it's very interesting like i said it has no respect of a situation or person um you know, I, I've got to tell you this example, and it's kind of um, on my mind. I, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to make sure I say this before I say the example. My podcast is to encourage you and to inspire you, and I truly do hope that is my prayer and that is my goal. Um, this podcast is not out to hurt anyone or to pinpoint anyone. So if any of the examples that I'm using in this podcast is applicable to you or someone that you know, it just so happened to be that way. I hope and pray that if it is applicable to you, that you're able to realize this particular spirit is in you and pray it off of you and get some help some kind of way. But I will tell you this particular spirit of Jezebel is prideful. So it's probably not going to recognize it. Right. But, um, Anyway, there's this example that I have of a family. Okay, I'm just going to leave it at that. And, you know, I've had this problem with this. I had this problem with this particular family member for years. And I mean, we're talking about years. And it was something I always overlooked because I knew the jealousy was there. And jealousy is not necessarily a problem unless someone actually starts to take action on that jealousy, right? So you just kind of look over it. Well, the action was starting to take place. And, um, and you know, it was even tougher because uh, the action took place with my husband. And so, no, it was no infidelity. Let me make sure I say that. Nothing like that. But it was just crossing the lines. And so when that spirit started showing up like that, it was one of those things where, you know, during this particular time, I was spiritual, but I was not. I didn't know how to protect my environment or myself even before the situations occurred. So I kind of anticipated the spirit would show up. So when it showed up, I got blazingly uh, angry and actually had to have a conversation with this person about what was going on. Well, lo and behold, um, I had noticed this person for years. When I walk into a room, this person can't stand it. When I say something, this person rolls her eyes. When um, I make jokes or her just having fun being me, this person has a way of talking to another family member and giggling and laughing at me versus with me. And so it, it was, you know, and I, I noticed all this, you know, and this is this, unfortunately, this just recently occurred within the last year. So it's to the point where, you know, um, I, I have to stay really prayed up about dealing with this particular spirit that's operating clearly through this person. 
But I say all this to say that you can see where the jealousy and you can see where this person, the spirit of Jezebel is operating because they cannot stand for someone else to get attention. Now, I'm pretty sure just about a lot of women can have an example like that. I want you to know that this spirit does not care about you. It's not involved. It's, I mean, it's just not um, it's not in the um, what is the word I want to use? It does not want to celebrate you no kind of way. That's the best way I can tell you. So be aware of it. Be aware when it shows up multiple times and don't let it keep sliding like the way I did. I'm going to go back to solutions towards the end, but I want you to be aware that this spirit is, um, you know, is the spirit of jealousy is horrible, but it gets really bad if they just can't stand once again for someone else to get attention and it doesn't become a problem until they start acting. Now Jezebel is a problem because this spirit usually acts on her jealousy and I cannot stress that enough. Um, Let's continue on now, shall we? I think I talked about this particular spirit hates humility. Uh, this spirit is uh, is kind of bitter and resentful too. As you know, people that operate with that kind of those kinds of actions, they they're often operating out of bitterness and resentfulness. And I will tell you, even when they become what they are, like you know, I had this person that was like the VP of a company that clearly had the spirit of Jezebel. But you know, people would look at her and think, "Hey, you are where a lot of people want to be." But there was no kind of appreciation there from her perspective. This person never appreciate uh, where she is in life. Is nothing really measures up enough for her. She's just always unhappy always restless, uh, just bitter and resentful. It comes out in the way she talks to people. It, she may pretend at first that it's not there, but eventually it just comes out. Uh, I think I may have mentioned this person has no respect for a situation, has no respect for authority. Uh, she hates her victim. I think I kind of mentioned that a little bit. Uh, she hates the fact that other people may get something that she does not. I mean, it doesn't matter what it is. If she, if you have something that this victim does not have, she hates that. She may not admit that clearly outright, but she literally hates that. Uh, this spirit the last thing I'm going to mention is, uh, and this is very, uh, actually there's two more. This is the, this is close to the last one. Very critical spirit. Uh, this spirit is uh, often critical, complaining a lot. I mean, she is the master of complaining and criticism and murmuring. You ever come across those pe- people, especially like the, I want to say religious ones in the church. <laughs> I say that because the spirit of Jezebel is highly up in the church. Once again, that's a totally different podcast. But you come across these people that are in church and they're always criticizing other people. Always. Crit- oh, my God. That is the one spirit that keeps people away from the church. And people often associate religion with that critical spirit. So people are associating religion with the spirit of Jezebel. OK, which once again, that takes you all the way back to what I said in the first podcast, Revelation 2. Uh, I read from you Revelations 2 verses 20 through 22, how we ha- have been tolerating that spirit even in the church. You know, that's not okay. But um, be aware of that person that supposedly is very um, spiritual or religious, but they're always criticizing other people. Never see anything wrong with herself. And then you get up and walk away. She turns around. She starts criticizing you too. So I want you to be aware of that. The very last thing I promise is this is the last one. Uh, This person, and this is going to really psych you out and I just said psych out I haven't said that in so long but this is going to really blow you away poor health yeah this person 
if this person is in good health himself or herself, there's someone around that person that's in poor health. I mean, just dying almost, or someone's going to be in poor health or there is going to be a tragedy. Now you cannot be a hellion carrying a spirit of Jezebel and not bring the spirit of hell and death with you. Okay. Nobody likes that. I hate to even tell you that, but I'm going to tell you, I'm going back over to the spiritual side again. It is very true. This particular spirit brings the pain. I mean, and it, it may be double or multiple things. I, I know one particular spirit uh, of Jezebel through a person that has uh, someone sickly and there was a tragedy. I mean, it, it's just there's no end to it, you know, and this spirit is so manipulative that they will actually use that in the conversation for attention, anything to help him or her accomplish the overall goal of self-worship. They'll use that in the starter of a conversation to make you feel trustworthy or to gain that trust from you, to build up the conversation to in a manner of this, I'm somebody you can talk to. So be very, very, very uh, aware of that. And, you know, I cannot begin to just stress upon that. This is a very wicked spirit. Um, it's evil. Uh, it has no respect of a person or a situation. I don't want you to know that this spirit is around you and think that you can just brush it off because you can't. If you encounter it in one way and you do not deal with it, it's going to come at you in a totally different way. If you are a person that have a lot of power, influence, and control over situations, and I'm not saying control literally like you're controlling it, but you're in a position of power or you've been given godly gifts where people are naturally going to be drawn to you and say, hey, I want to be a part of your team. I want to be your friend. I want to be a part. I want some of what you have. Now, that's a God-given gift. You're going to attract these spirits of Jezebel, literally, uh, like they're just going to be drawn to you. And, you know, um, I think I mentioned to you in the first podcast that I've, I've had this spirit all around me and had no idea that's what was going on. Except when I look at these characteristics that I just read to you, there are so I have someone for every situation. And I will tell you. I know people that fit that in multiple, just multiple of the characteristics. So I want you to know that my heart goes out to you. If you are a person that's in this situation now, um, where you are, um, your life is, you feel like your life has been ruined either at work or at home by the spirit of Jezebel. Or if you are a person that is inhabiting the spirit of Jezebel and you're not aware of it, um, this podcast is not meant to bring fear or anything like that. But I want you to understand it's written in the Bible, and I just read to you. You can look at the, um, we talked about kings. Go to First and Second Kings to read the story of Jezebel. Go to uh, Revelation 2, and, you know, just understand that the spirit of Jezebel is out to destroy everything in this path, nonstop, including the person that is inhabiting, okay? So that means if you are um, a person that fits a lot of these characteristics, it's out to destroy you. It's not going to stop until it does, especially if you're not able to recognize that. So, um, let's go back because I'm running out of time. I just want to go ahead and talk to you a little bit about how to ward off this spirit and to protect yourself, 
uh, just be aware that, you know, if the spirit is around you and just know you cannot do anything in the natural, you have to ward all of this out in the super, supernatural because this spirit is drawn to you supernaturally. Okay. There's a reason why it's drawn to you. I kind of mentioned that in the first podcast, you've got to acknowledge the spirit, pray for yourself and pray for that person. Okay. Pray that you're able to get out whatever it is that's in you that's attracting that spirit and pray that the person that has it becomes aware of that and just pray and ward them off in the spirit. You want to make sure that you uh, direct whatever the enemy has, bind it, release it, direct it back to the enemy in the name of Jesus. You've got to do that. Protect your your family, protect your household. Uh, You've got to uh, learn how to say prayers over oil and just anoint uh, every anything that their spirit may come in contact, anoint it with oil. And I promise you this will work to ward the spirit off. And the other number one thing is, now I'm going to go back and put this above everything else you got to praise because this spirit will not attack you when it's trying, when you are in the middle of praising consistently. And that, I think I said that before in the first podcast, praising is one thing that, um, I allowed the spirit to beat out of me because I was so hurt by the spirit that um, I literally just could not find it in my heart to praise. The, and then you got to really, truly mean it. You can't just say, OK, thank you, Jesus. You know, that's kind of like what I would do. But you've got to really mean it in your praise. You got to really understand that God is much higher than this spirit. And he will bring you out a whole lot on top than this spirit ever will. This spirit will be destroyed. This spirit is the ultimate destruction of a lot of things. So you don't want to go down and destroy with this and you don't want to waste your time or your life hating the person that this spirit inhabits you're wasting your time i'm going to be honest with you you are i cannot stress to you enough you are wasting your time if you hate this person because this spirit is miserable and it could care less how much harm is causing you hatred takes too much energy you need that energy to be praising god you need that energy to uh to live your life and your purpose that you have set here on earth if you need some help identifying this spirit that's what spiritual people are there for ask god to send the right resources to your life and i'm going to leave you with this example um I know I'm running out of time, but I've got to tell you, I've, I've, I remember I was in a situation that kind of covers this entire uh, characteristics of this spirit where I was working for an organization and I came in and there was the man that brought me in that I reported to was a man who wanted to be a woman. Okay, he was not happy with whom he was in his body. So the second I walked in the door, he kind of admired me, but at the same time, he hated me. You know, so that naturally, but he wanted to do, I guess, what other people thought was right for the organization and brought me in. Well, the first thing he wanted to do was actually belittle me because, you know, I was black and he was white. And so actually, I'm still black and I guess he's still white. <laughs> but uh, so I quickly let him know that that was not going to happen. And, and if, you know, if they really did not want black people there, want me there uh they just clearly hired the wrong person and he hated the fact that i was able to point that out and and say that so he couldn't stand me even more eventually what it came down to is you know this was a contract role so i didn't work for the company or anything like that he immediately turned people against me immediately and he never gave me clear direction as to how the job was supposed to be worked he gave me uh very mixed messages on what i was doing right or wrong never was around for any meetings just basically trying to set me up for failure now i I'm going to tell you, God is so good. He actually warned me prior to taking the assignment and said, don't do it. I did it anyway. And this was before I started walking in my spiritual walk. See, I told you I got here for a reason. 
in the end, I ended up leaving the company um, because this particular person told me to. He said, your contract is up. And he gave me reasons as to why he thought it was up, which did not match anything that was going in the situation. It was just a bunch of lies. He actually had the nerve to tell me in the, in the uh, last conversation I had with him, he said, you know, when I thought about telling you that the contract was up, I was actually not going to do it myself. I, I kind of was afraid to because I didn't know how to say it to you. I, I have never in a, in my life I've been working for uh, for years and I've never had anyone to my face tell me they were afraid to tell me something I think at the end of the day he was afraid of the spirit that was in him you know but um he also had a mother who had cancer and who was very terminally ill and he just you know like I said he just brought the pain he literally did so when I walked out of there I'm going to be honest I was very hurt as to what he did because he turned people against me and then he ended up ending my contract abruptly I didn't see it coming and you know I I eventually got over that I'm healed from that that's not a problem that's not the reason why I'm telling you that I'm telling you this because as I speak to you today it just so happened to be within the last year, I ran into his manager at a conference. And, you know, um, I told this person, I said, hey, you know, I used to work for your organization and blah, blah, blah. And I'm speaking very positively. And when I told her who I worked with, this particular man, she got really quiet and her eyes got big. And I said, what, is he not there anymore? And she shook her head as a no. Like, you know, she didn't even waste her breath saying no. She shook her head like no, you know. And, you know, I, I kind of figured that. You know, um, he complained about her terribly. He talked about her horribly. Uh, Just very, very, very conniving. So I really don't get the feeling in my spirit as I talk to you that, you know, I just keep getting a dead feeling. And I, I hope and pray that this person is okay because I'm not sure if he is probably um, saved or is he trying to live a better life. I don't know if he's still alive. I'm just getting a very dead feeling as I speak about him. And one of the things the Holy Spirit did reveal to me as I left that organization, his mother passed away, you know, and and I didn't need to ask him that. I just knew it in my spirit, you know, and I'm pretty sure that caused even more bitterness and resentful within his heart. So my hope and prayer is that he became a better person and that when he left the organization, things got better in his life, but probably not. Right. You know, we want that, but I just know how that particular spirit of Jezebel is out for the ultimate destruction I mean the ultimate destruction so not really sure like I said before not really sure if this person is actually um still alive but right now um that example covers that and you have a whole lot in your life where you can ward off and protect yourself and protect your family it's nothing you can do in the natural you've got to fight this spirit off in the supernatural with supernatural prayers ward it off uh fight it off in the name of jesus remember and know that you have the mind of christ it is drawn to you because you are a person of great power you have a lot going on god gave you great gifts you are so unique and passionate um I really do hope that um, you're not taunted by this. This spirit is very hurtful. So uh, that's going to be it for me. I'm way over time, but you know what? I don't have to do a part three. So I'm very thankful for that. Uh, Remember, you can find me on um, Spotify now. I'm on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, Cardelia.com from all my podcasts. Uh, shoot me an email, love at Cardelia.com. You can also look me up on YouTube. I love to speak. I love to write. I look forward to uh, list, uh, having you listen to me going forth. Uh, thanks again for joining me. Remember, if nothing else, Jesus loves you, and so do I. <laughs>